Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live, coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters. I'm Phil Falcone here with Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate and stock option investing. Call us with your questions now. 855-939-1137. That's right. Don't worry about what we're talking about. Just call us anytime. We love to talk to our callers. So... 855-939-1137, and we'll take your calls. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. That's right. We don't have a meeting in a hotel and then fly off uh, to another city the next week. We don't do that kind of thing. We're Philadelphia guys. We're local guys, and we have a school in Langhorne that's accessible we are accessible to our students a minimum of two nights a week. Look, you want to learn this business from people who live it every day. Hey, Larry, what's happening? I don't know, man. I'm having struggles here with the computer, so it's uh, kind of like messing me up over here. So, you know, you want to go through the whole intro again? Because I, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, sure. I'll start over. All right. Well, but this time I'm going to read it uh, backwards. You can, okay. So do we have do, do something about a school and, and, and we're live and something like that, I heard. It's called investor schooling. Let me educate you on it. All if right. you want to learn how to invest in real estate or you want to learn how to do stock options, investor schooling is the place to be. What do you mean it's the place to be? What about those places that they have that they have those like three-day seminars and they try to sell you these $50,000 programs? Well, those guys are all dead in the water because their model is not corona-free. <laughs> not corona-free. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right? I love it. And anyway... Um, they're not as good as us. 855-939-1137, Investor Schooling Live. Give us a call anytime. So we had a lot of fun this week, didn't we? What did we do? Well, uh, we got in and out of Facebook about four times. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was definitely awesome. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed myself. And uh, we also made a commercial a this week. Can, okay. Well, what? Love it. And anyway, um, see, I told you I'm having problems. Here. Look at that. We're getting, we're getting feedback from the other station. Isn't that horrible? No, that was me. I know it sounded just like you. It did. It was it was somebody else pretending to be you, though. I think you probably hit the wrong button on your computer. My computer is doing some weird stuff right now, and that's you sure what's, it's not that's, operator error. It's definitely not operator error. It's it's uh, it's Microsoft because you know you, you ever hear the you know you know ever hear like Microsoft they have uh, this is what happens right. It's this simple. They post on thing. It says there's nothing wrong wrong with your computer right now. We have an update to solve that problem, mm. and apparently it's causing all kinds of havoc on my computer at this moment. Okay, I'll uh, give Bill Gates a call during the next break and see if I can straighten him out. So we are we we are eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven, right? Yes, we are. All right, that's good because you, you know, want to hear what we're going to be talking about today. Sure, let's do it. I got a couple of things. Uh, let's see. We're going to talk about. Please explain how you guys read 
Stock option charts. I like that one. Oh, How do you... boy, that's going to be tough to do on the, on a, on the uh, air, though. No, I'll try it. No, and I'll do it for you if you All can't right. handle it. Okay, fine. You do it for me. You're I the will. expert. I will. I am the expert. <laughs> <laughs> How do you buy houses with none of your own money? I'll I talked to what, Phil I'll and let... I borrowed money from him. I'll, I'll let you answer that question. <laughs> okay? Are lease options the same as rent to own? Hmm. That's a good one. Are short sales worth the effort and time it takes to get it done? Well, that's a real good question. We're also going to give you, at the end of the show, our stock option picks of the week. So don't even think of changing that channel. If you want to call us with a question, 855-939-1137. Now, we, we do have some shy listeners. And these shy listeners, they don't want to call the show. They're, they're afraid that they're going to crack up on the radio. But they did email us questions. So if you are shy, info at investorschooling.com, info at investorschooling.com. That's a place you can email your questions to, and your questions will be answered on the air. So today we got three questions. One is, did investing in Facebook before earnings work out to be profitable? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in a little while, though. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. We had a lot of fun this week doing that. Did Phil ever find the guy who called him a mafioso shyster? Wait, wait, did he, he called you what? He sounds like a mafioso shyster. And the answer to that question will be coming up. I know <laughs> That's a real cliffhanger. I know you're going to be dying to hear that in. Okay, and did the Delaware Valley Tennis Club get any call? Are you really going to, are you, did you, no, did you really put that, that question out there? Sure I did, why I not? I can't believe it. Why not? I'm trying to help out my peeps. You, you are such a peep helper. Well, you know, you got to help people, right? That's and I, I, I make, hey, guess what? That's exactly what we do at Investor Schooling. We help people. Now, if you were ever down on your luck, Laver, you could count on your buddy Phil to help you out. I, I, actually, I, I'm sure I can. You know that the other day, you know, Phil, I, I was broken down somewhere. I was on a turnpike, and the first person I called was Phil. And as soon as I said, "Hey, Phil, I'm broken down on a turnpike," I hear. <laughs> I can't hear you, Larry. No, I'm like, that's not true. He didn't do that. The other day I heard a guy saying something bad about you, and I stuck up for you. I went over and I said, hey, that's not completely true. <laughs> it's a, is it like partly false? Like on Facebook, they did a partly false stuff? <laughs> hey, do you want to, do, but one of the things that we did this week, which was hysterical, if you saw it on my Facebook on Facebook or my Facebook or Phil's Facebook, we threw $20,000 worth of $100 bills off our billboard on the turnpike. And if anybody was driving there and they picked up some of those $100 bills, uh, we were missing uh, quite a few of them. Well, our plan was that we thought if we stand on top of the investor schooling billboard, throw money onto the Pennsylvania turnpike, people will begin to hit the brakes, car accidents, all kinds of crazy stuff would happen, and we would get free publicity out of it. And, th and that's why we. And then we kind of thought about the fact that we might get sued, so we didn't tell anybody. Right. And uh, what we also did was we used uh, counterfeit money. That way, if someone said you guys caused this by throwing money on a turnpike, say no, we weren't. This was just paper. Yeah, but we we don't want to tell anybody that we use counterfeit money. Let's continue telling people that it was real money, so they think we're as crazy as we really are. So anybody out there listening, don't don't, think, don't tell them it was it was fake money. It was real money. I don't think telling people you threw twenty thousand dollars off a billboard is going to lend any credibility. You don't think so? No. All right. Yeah, I probably would 
have the opposite effect, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, probably yeah, would. I, I guess you're right. So if you guys want to call in and talk to us about maybe you saw us on the billboard, 855-939-1137, or if you saw us, if you saw, wait, <laughs> there are people actually saying that they saw us, 855-939-1137, and we could, we could, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if you saw us, saw the billboard, just the billboard itself. And uh, what else did we do? We filmed a radio, the TV commercial, didn't we? Yeah, we filmed a TV commercial. Yeah. So we're going to be coming to a TV near you. And there's only like, what, 1,800 channels on Verizon? So you're bound to see us sooner or later. Yeah, and if you see us, let us know because uh, we need to see what this commercial looks like because we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so why don't you hit me up with the first question? Let's get going. All right, I'm going to hit you up with the first question. You ready? I'm ready. I'm All born right. ready. All right. How do you keep your hair so neat? Oh, wait, that's not this question. You wear a hat. <laughs> So now I, by the way, now I have to wear a hat all the time because my bald spot shows up in every camera. I wasn't going to mention your bald spot at all. All right. But now that you have. Um... I got you. So, all right. So did investing in Facebook before earnings work out to be profitable? That's not the first topic. That's not the first. I thought you said first question. How about the first You one? said first question, not first topic. Just hit me up with the first thing. Okay, they're fine. All, they're all questions. They're all topics. Anything, anything we talk about, by definition, is a topic. All right, here's the first question. What are we going to be talking about today? Just answer the, ask the first question <laughs> in purple, will you? Please explain how you guys read stock options charts. Okay, so you think this is hard to talk about on the radio? I think it is, but you can you go right ahead and, and, and see if you could describe it. I can. No All right. problem. Okay, so let's just hypothetically say that you got a stock, and every time this stock, we'll call it XYZ stock, XYZ stock, whenever it goes as low as $80 a share, it bounces off of 80 Not exactly 80 but in that general area. And that means that that stock has what we call support at that price of 80 Okay? So if it does that repetitively, let's just say three times over a period of time, a reasonable period of time, three, four months, one might begin to think that this particular stock is going to repeat that process when it gets near 80. There's enough people out there, there's enough investors out there who are going to buy that stock, XYZ, when it gets near 80 because they've made money at that level before, okay? Same stock, XYZ, goes up to 100 repetitively. And it bounces off of 100 and turns negative at that point. That's what we would call resistance. Most people who see this same stock, who follow this same stock, who buy this stock at 80, might very well be inclined to sell it at 100 because they've noticed a pattern that that happens repetitively. Many stocks, if you follow them closely, have some kind of repetitive pattern. And if you make a point of following the stocks that you're most interested in, you almost look for stocks that have continuous repetitive support and continuous repetitive resistance. And now you know that you can buy XYZ stock at 80 and sell it at 100, or you can buy it at 100 and, and, and ride it down to 80, or you could do both. So that is a quick explanation of how somebody can explain what the purpose of reading stock option charts is. That was a fabulous explanation, actually. Thank you. I don't think I could have done it better. 
Thank I you. don't think I could have done it as good. I've been watching you teach stock options for two and a half years, and I've been paying attention. That's awesome, man. It's pretty impressive. By the way, so let's. I, I want to go to that first question, though, actually, because because of this. Did investing in Facebook before earnings work out to be profitable? So how much money did you make in your Facebook, your Facebook uh, plays this week or the week before, actually? All right. Well, I would say in the last two weeks, here's what happened in my account. I, I have a 401k with investor schooling. I'm an employee of investor schooling and a founder, and I have a 401k at the school. And I put in the 401k X amount of dollars, okay? And I had already doubled the amount of money I had put in my 401k. In, in nine months. In nine months, right. right? In the bulk of the year, I had done that, okay? But going into, say, the month of October, I took what I had doubled and turned it into triple. That's fantastic, okay? man. That's fantastic. So right now, my 401k is three times what I put into it. And I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, so we were doing it all week. We were saying, get in, get out, get in, get out, get in, get out. In <laughs> fact, the last day, it was uh, Thursday when they Facebook earnings. It was interesting. Facebook earnings came up, and I actually said the day before, if Facebook goes below 272 you know, that day, jump in and then jump out. The problem was the, er the, um, the price was so expensive for the option that I got a little worried and we didn't do it. And here's the funny part. The price of the option was $9. We could have sold it for 17 three hours later. So we would have made money. A lot of money. We would have made money yeah. if we got into it. And played we it, but we got a little it. nervous. I, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. We're going to get plenty more chances. Oh, absolutely. The, the, uh, the election is on Tuesday. That's going to be crazy. I feel like real craziness is coming. Absolutely. Real craziness okay. is coming. You know what? Let's let's talk real quick about the election in the stock market, only because it actually makes sense. So here, here here's one thing you need to understand: that the election is coming. There's going to be some turmoil on Tuesday in the stock market. On Wednesday, there's going to be some turmoil, and until somebody actually decides who the president is, there's going to be some turmoil. Believe it or not, for stock options traders, that may be all good because because the, the volatility will go up, the stocks will move very fast. You need to set your in and out prices. You need to stick to them, and you'll actually do really well. So there's always the worry that everyone has right now, which is, oh my goodness, what if Biden gets elected? Well, you know, besides the fact that that uh, you know the, the world's going to come back to go go to an end, nah, I really won't go to an end. The, the, besides the fact taxes are going to go up and all of those issues, the stock market always adapts. You know, I, I have a philosophy on politics, and it's real simple: show me the new tax, show me the new tax loophole. And that's my philosophy on politics. So it's not a big deal. And every corporation is going to have their own little their own little way to get around the taxes, just like they always do. And everything will be fine. And you don't need to worry about it. In fact, while Obama was president, I did very well in the stock market. So I believe I'll do very well in the stock market if if uh, uh, if uh, I don't even want to say the word Biden becomes president. Well, I agree that. Um you know, I do a presentation at the school called The Entrepreneurial Mindset. Entrepreneurs either have a natural ability or just uh, an, in, an innate ability to find a way around whatever obstacles, the government, the homeowners association, the condo association, the state, the, the nation, whatever, who, whoever and whatever obstacles get in your way, entrepreneurs will find a way to get around it because... We're just born and bred that way. Absolutely. And and if we do become socialists, it's the funniest thing. I say this all the time. 
capitalists will always survive in a capitalism in a capitalism society, but capitalists will also survive in a socialist society. The fact is, socialists won't survive in either. Okay. You want to get to the next question? I'll get to the next question. The next question or the next statement? Oh. All right. How do you buy houses with none of your own money, Phil? No, actually, I was going to ask you that question. Oh, okay. You could ask me that question. Go ahead. I just answered the last one. Why? Well, you said let's get to the next question, so I thought you were telling me to read it. No, I was saying... Uh... This is your question. Listen, you got to put an L next to my questions and an no, F no. next to your That's questions. It's too complicated. It's too complicated. <laughs> well, you know, you look. You know, if you All don't right, know how to so do this, if you don't know how to do this, I'm going home and I'm going to let everybody else. He sounds like a mafioso shyster. Let you talk to talk to you, the mafioso shyster. You're going home. I'm going. See you. Bye. Well, okay, we'll be able to make fun of you then. Well, you, you won't be able to even be on the radio because I'm going to have disconnected. Ha ha. So, how do you buy houses with none of your own money? Pick, a, pick your favorite way and tell us about it. So my absolute favorite way to buy houses with no money is subject to. And what that means, basically, I'm buying the house subject to the original mortgage. So let's say Phil has a house and he uh, he has a house and it's worth $100,000. And just in this case, this scenario, he owes $110,000. Well, that could be a real problem for Phil because if he wants to sell the house, even for full price, He's going to have to go to closing with not only 10000 difference, but also closing costs, realtor fees, whatever it may be. It may end up costing him $18,000 to just sell his house at full price, which is 100000 So what we do sometimes is we take over people's mortgages. So we would take the title to the house, we'll take over the mortgage, and then the house becomes ours, and we're paying the other person's mortgage payment. This is an awesome way to buy houses. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not difficult to do, but you have to have your paperwork correct so that the bank doesn't call the note, the note due on sale. In other words, they can't say they, they, there's a clause that says that if you sell your house, they can actually tell you that you have to pay for it. You have to pay the mortgage off. But if you know how to do it properly, this won't happen. And that is my favorite. By the way, I'm about to go to contract on one tomorrow. Yeah. Another one, yeah. I, I'm working on uh, my house right now, fixing up the one I did in East Norriton. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so, great house. You want to tell us about that deal? Yeah, sure. First, I want to tell you about the phone number, 855-939-1137. Call us with your questions. Yeah. What, you guys are like listening. a mafioso shyster. You got, I didn't even do that. The, 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 the computer did that by itself, just so you know. I'm not really worried about it. I know. It's amazing, right? My mm -hmm. computer's just doing things randomly. But at least it could have done some worse things, so hopefully that'll be the worst, that'll be the worst one that it does. So I bought a house uh, from a gentleman in East Norriton who decided that uh, he was fed up with uh, Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia. East Norriton's pretty close to uh, Norristown. And he just said, the heck with Philadelphia, the heck with Norristown, I'm sick of it. He doesn't feel safe being down there. The riots were going on during this time frame. He decided... He started calling down to Hilton Head, which for whatever Last, reason... Why? Well, you said let's get the next question, so I thought you were telling me to again. We're doing it again. With, uh, it's doing it's freaking out again. Okay. East Norton's pretty cool. My apologies. But go ahead. Oh, no, don't, don't worry about interrupting me while you talk to the producer of the show. It's not the producer. That was you again. It's not me. It's not, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking. Okay, so this, this guy decided to get a... He call, he's a tree guy, okay? What he does is he goes around and he's a tree man salesman, and he's very good at it. So he gets paid a lot of money to do it, right? So he goes out on the appointments. He convinces people to have their trees trimmed for X amount of dollars, and he makes companies that he works for uh, make a lot of money, so therefore he gets paid a lot of money. He's a smart guy. He 
actually said to me, I'm just so sick of this area. I'm going to, would you buy my house subject to? It's the first time in my 31 year career that somebody recommended that I buy their house subject to. Most sellers don't know the first thing about subject to, don't understand it at all. And I said, well, how did you know about it? And he says, well, I went to a seminar where I paid $800 to learn this strategy. And I said, when did you do that? And he said, about 20 years ago. But he actually remembered it. Pretty fascinating. So um, he basically teed it up for me, and he gave me what essentially is a free house. And it's a, it's a house in excellent condition. All I had to do was put carpets in it, send in a... Uh, a guy to uh, remove some wood trim around a window that had some termites. And um, I had to send in a painter to paint the house. And the only reason I haven't even sold the house, uh, I could sell the house right now or I could just rent it. Probably renting it is a much better solution at this point. And, uh, but my painter said he can't back in there for like three and a half weeks. So I'm sitting around just uh, dilly-dallying looking, looking for a painter. Is I a got guy. a new painter for you. Talk to me after the show. Okay, sounds good. Awesome. So anyway, it's a free house for me, and I can turn around and just start renting this house. After I get it painted, I'm, I'm good to go. And this is the kind of place where I'm just going to stick a tenant in there, and I'm going to forget I even own it. That's awesome, man. Hey, anybody want to call in? 855-939-1137, and we will talk to you about this strategy, any other strategy. If you've got a house that you don't know what to do with or that you want to buy and you want us to analyze it over the air, we can do that as well. Uh, what do you think? Should we go to a commercial? Let me hit you with one more question. All right, you do that. All right. Are lease options the same as rent to own? A uh, little bit. It's kind of, sort of, maybe. Yeah. I'm, I only do a lease option. I don't really do a rent to own. Now, a rent to own technically would be, you know, somebody gives you a certain amount of money every month, and after a certain period of time, they now own the house. And you can do that, but a, but a rent to own is as a lease option is a little bit safer well, I don't even know if I want to use this word safer. I, I just like the idea. I don't want to. I don't want to transfer title to somebody, and I don't want to. I don't want to tie somebody up for a long period of time. Usually, a rent to own is a long period of time—18, 20, 30 years, even. Where a lease option gives me a three-year option for the tenant to buy the house at a fixed price, and I really like that idea. I do that often. Matter of fact, whenever I have a rental, I always put in the advertisement: lease option available. The only, the only thing I would say about that is it, it's definitely a maybe kind of question because it, it, it isn't a black and white answer. But I would say, does it really, just, just examine this for a second. Does it really matter if I call it a lease option or I call it a rent to own or I call it a lease purchase? Who cares what I call it? As long as it, as long as it allows me to continue to own the home, get paid a non-refundable option consideration, right? No matter what you call it, you know, is it a rent-to-own? Is it, it, it could be a rent-to-own if I allowed a little bit of their payment every month. If I, I could say something like, if you pay on time every single month, I'll give you a $50 credit for every month that you've paid yep, yep. until you exercise your option. So you could tie in the lease purchase, the rent-to-own, and the um, lease option all into one package where you get you get paid on time. You give sure. them a, a, a little credit for paying you on time. If they, and you could even put a caveat like take care of the house, and all of these things come together. It's a perfect world for the landlord. So you're in total control. So I don't care what name you call it. You could call it a 
How about calling it a lease option slash rent to own slash lease purchase? Yeah, again, you can call it anything you want. By the way, if you guys want to learn about these strategies, go to investorschooling.com and register this Thursday for a free class. Yes, it's a free class, and it's not a free sales pitch. It's a free class. We're gonna tell, we're gonna you're gonna sit down in the class just like everybody else who's paid for their schooling. They're gonna you're gonna come in, you're gonna sit in the class, and you're gonna learn these strategies or whatever strategies we're teaching on Thursday night. And I promise you that we will sell you nothing Thursday because we want you to experience it. We want you to see what it's like. We don't want you to co go to some crazy two-hour thing that they do. And all they do is promise you nothing and then sell you a three-day set package and then to try to say, we, we're not doing that. We're going to actually let you audit or sit in a real class. Go to investorschooling.com and you can absolutely sit in our class. And of course, if you have any questions right now, 855-939-1137. We are here. We're like super excited that you guys call in every week. We have some fans. Some of our fans should be calling us right now. We have a fan. We have, I had a fan call me yesterday and leave me a message. I had to call her back and say, hey, thanks so much. Did that uh, woman ever call you? She never did. I forgot her name, Mary, and I, whatever that it was. was last yeah, week. whatever it was. Yeah, that's last week. It's too late. She she missed out on her two hundred dollar gift card or whatever it was. I can look up her name though. I know. Right? I forgot what it was. Fenella. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Cool. All why right. don't we go? To, uh, why don't we do some advertising? Pay All for right. this show. All right, Anthony, take us out. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copy, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. 
This is Larry Steinhaus, and I'm here with Phil Falcone, and we are the co-founders of Investor Schooling. It is the greatest place in the entire world. If you've never been to Investor Schooling, you're missing it. If you've been to Disney World, Disney World is second place to Investor Schooling. There's no doubt. And at Disney World, you have to wear a mask. In Investor Schooling, you don't. I've seen people walk into Investor Schooling, and they're so happy that they just start crying with joys of tears of joy. Especially when they meet Phil, because, you know, they're like, isn't that the Mafioso Shyster guy? <laughs> you know. Wow, that Italians, was funny. I didn't even do that. That was, that, was done, that was just perfect timing. You know, Italians don't really like being accused of being in the Mafia. I, really? Why not? We like to keep it quiet. You like to keep it quiet? Yeah. So are you telling me something you haven't told me yet? Well, put it this way. If you disappear one day, you'll know why. If I disappear, I'll know why? Yeah. Will I know? Will I be alive to know why? You might be. I you might know. keep you around and torture you. Sometimes. So is, is this like, like you, you know? Are, are we now going off into um, you know into uh, I don't know? Would that be racism or would that be or would that be stereotyping? Uh, next topic is: <laughs> Did Phil ever find the guy who called him a mafioso <laughs> shyster? What timing? What timing? Yeah. So did Phil ever find that guy? I don't think you did. Do we ever do, so we need to tell the story again, don't we? Uh, I think you should you should tell the story and play the recording a couple play, more play, times. Play, play the the full recording of the of this of the Go call. Go ahead, I don't care. All right, so we played a full recording of the call. So one day we you know because uh, if you guys have been listening to PhD for a while, you've obviously heard our commercials several times, and if you heard our commercials several times, then you have heard you have heard. Um, you, know, you, you you have heard Phil's voice. You've heard my voice. So one day somebody calls in, and we record all the calls that call in, you know, partly for quality control and partly because we want to see if anybody says anything nice about us. And clearly this guy didn't have something nice to say. So Fred answered the phone, and the conversation sounded like this. And here it comes. Maybe. He sounds like a mafioso oh, That's the short one. Well, anyway, so the, the, the point was the guy goes on the phone and he says, hey, he says, we should redo our commercials because the guy sounds like a mafioso shyster. And, and this has been the, the uh, ongoing thing. I think, uh, I think, I think here, here, here it is. Here it is. Mr. Schooling. Yeah, I just want to give you, I don't know whether you care, feedback on your commercial. I don't know how qualified this guy Falcone is, and so forth, but he sounds like a mafioso shyster. I think you should redo your commercial because he sounds like an idiot. Just my feedback. Okay. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> no, my I, biggest problem. And that was the call. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. Well, my biggest problem initially was not that the guy called me an idiot or a mafioso shyster. Problem was that Fred didn't even stick up for me. No, of course he didn't. Of course he didn't stick up right. for you. He just said thanks a, a lot. He said thanks a lot. Right. Where's his backbone? I, I, I don't understand it at all. I don't think he's got one. All right, so let's go to the next one. Did the there really is this another question? Did the Delaware Valley Tennis Club get any calls? Are you really gonna Are you really gonna go there? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, actually, you just went there. I, I I guess I did. So two weeks ago, Phil decided he was gonna do a uh, sort of free commercial for Delaware for Delaware Valley Tennis Club. Well, I like the Delaware Valley Tennis Club. Do you play tennis there? Yes, I do. So if you guys want to go see Phil, there's two ways to do it. You can go to see him at the Delaware Valley Tennis Club, or you can come Thursday night to Investor Schooling, and you can sign up at InvestorSchooling.com and be here at 7 o'clock, and you can meet both of us. You can even have a chance to talk to us. I, I challenged that jerk who called me a mafioso shyster 
to show up at the Delaware Valley Tennis Club and play me. I have a feeling he'll beat you. Uh, he won't, because he's not going to get out of there safely. <laughs> All right, if you guys have, if you guys want to call in and, and banter with us, too, you can do that, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. We'd love to hear from you. All right, what else? We got a couple here. So here's, here's one topic that I think is really great for you, especially. Are short sales worth the effort and time it takes to get one done? When, when the bank is reasonable, because ultimately the bank has final say on what they're going to sell the property for. When the bank is reasonable, the short sales make a lot of sense. The problem is, is that during 2020, COVID year, the appraisers were such a bunch of chicken you-know-what that they wouldn't even go into the houses. Empty, vacant houses, they wouldn't go into it. If, if there's no people in there, what is, the, what, what is the coronavirus floating around in a vacant house? I don't understand it. Well, the coronavirus is everywhere, apparently. Apparently. Apparently, when I was at the uh, Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania, 1,800 elevation above sea level, I met a woman who was walking around by herself with a mask on. Well, that's good, because I heard that the coronavirus goes into the, into the cavern and comes back out. <laughs> anyway... Um, so these I got this house in Jakentown, and the appraiser refuses to go into the house. He will not go into the house. So he did a drive-by appraisal, and he valued the house at $208,000. This house, I could not pay a penny more than $75,000 for this house. It is trashed from head to toe. It's got structural damage on the front wall of the house. The water pipes were frozen. And they burst in, I have no idea how many places. But if you've ever been through that problem with a house, some of, the, some of the water burst will be in the basement. Some of them will be behind a wall. So you're going to have to bust open sheetrock. You're going to have to rip walls out if you have to to fix the spots. This is a huge problem. The, um, the town of Jakentown keeps contacting me, asking me to show up for court uh, for the structural issues, and I've already shown up there with the seller and said, listen, I'm going to be the owner, but I'm not the owner yet, so I can't fix the, the structural damage, nor can I uh, even let you inspect the property because I don't own it. Because you yeah, sure. And, and now it looks like I might not ever own it because the appraiser is afraid to go inside the house and get coronavirus. That's hysterical. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Really. Tell is. him you give him 50000 He doesn't have to go in and appraise it. Well, uh, it's ridiculous. And what, what can you do about it? So at some point, I would say that more short sales are falling apart than they are working for me. So you know what's going on right now? The market is so hot. that I, I mean, I had, a, I had a rental that literally the tenant moved out yesterday at 11 o'clock in the morning. I put it up on Facebook Marketplace, and I got 15 inquiries about it. I had five people meet me there today, and I already rented it. That Even the rental market is insane. This is November. November is always tough to rent, and I, I believe I actually gave it away. I probably could have got another $150 a month for it, but it was that easy to rent it. I rented it right away. I have to tell you a funny story. I'm wearing the hat that I'm wearing right now, which says, um, which says my rights don't end where your feelings begin, and I forgot I was wearing the hat. 
And I have to tell you that that people walked in, and I could tell that a couple of them were probably Democrats, and they probably didn't take it because of, because I was wearing a hat. I could just tell by their expression on their faces and the fact that they were they were just weirded out. But it didn't matter. I rented it anyway. You you, you think somebody wouldn't rent from you because uh, you're a Republican? Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know about that. You don't think so? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they might not like me because I'm a Republican. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't like you. I mean, well, that's true, too, whether I'm Republican or not. I don't really like you that much. Well, you like me enough to partner with me. Come on, now. Yeah, but that was more of a business decision. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, so Phil, so basically Phil's integrity is if he makes money, he'll partner with a guy he doesn't like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is with the sound effects? The sound effects, the computer is doing some weird stuff, but the funniest thing is the sound effects seem to come on at the right time, too, which is really funny. So um, you rented your property pretty quick. That's good. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. In fact, you know, I actually think it might be fun to talk about when I rent a property. So, Phil, you and I have basically the same philosophy. Slightly, how many times? Slightly different, but go ahead. Well, yeah, but when it comes to this, so how many times have you actually done a credit check on a tenant? Uh, well, I have a, a program that allows me to do that for like, uh, it's, I think I charge the people $25, but it costs a little bit under 20 bucks. Right, and... And I'm and I've been doing this for 38 years, and in that 38 years, I've only run three credit checks ever. Well, if you have the uh, ability to do it, it's really pretty easy. Yeah, it is very easy, right? Right. right the program right. I have, you got to ask certain questions like the full spelling of their name, their social security number, the addresses, the last two addresses they lived at. You get this very short form filled out. They could just tell it to you on the phone. Right. What the hard part is getting the twenty five bucks. So they got to have Venmo or PayPal or something send you the money and then you run it. And what you get back uh, immediately, you get back the credit report like within 10 minutes. Sure. That's great. And, and then you also run a criminal background check and an eviction report. So if they've ever been evicted in the state of Pennsylvania, it will pop up. And to me. That's if if they've been evicted and anywhere ever for any reason. Oh, I agree. I'm done. I agree. I okay? won't take them either. And the criminal background, same thing. Same thing. Right. I one time did rent a, a property that I owned in Northeast Philadelphia in in uh, Morrell. I rented it to a convicted criminal, but it was one of those properties like nobody wanted it. So I'm like, you know, I'll take it. And probation officer called me up and said, you know, this guy's like. Uh, there were, there were sexual crimes or whatever oh, he was boy. doing. And yeah. I'm like, you know, hey, he's got to live somewhere. Yeah, sure. Right? So I put him in the house. Then I sold the house like a couple of years later. You know, I, I actually read it to somebody recently. And you'll find this interesting. Speaking of criminal background check, the, the weird thing was, my, you know, my property manager called me up. The guy's credit was like 760. Everything about him was great, except he was arrested two years ago. Believe it or not, he was he's a licensed gun carrier crossed the border into New Jersey, didn't realize he was New Jersey, and sure enough, got pulled over for a traffic ticket, and they and they put him in jail because he was carrying his gun. If you're listening to this show, just because you're licensed in Pennsylvania, don't ever, ever, ever go into New Jersey with your weapon. Yep. You can go to prison for two years. Yeah, and, that's, and he and got probation. Serious. Yep, he got probation, and sure yeah. enough, that's exactly what happened. It was, it was, you know, it was like the, probably the first time I've taken right. a criminal because it was such a, it's such a weird situation. 
I don't mind telling people this. I can't tell you how many times I'm like in Philadelphia looking at houses and I'm going to buy and someone calls me from Cherry Hill and says, can you come look at my house? And I drive over the bridge and then I'm thinking, oh, man. And now I got to get rid of all my uh, armor-piercing bullets and I got to put my convertible top down and throw them onto the side of the New Jersey State Turnpike yeah, because right. I don't want to have to pay a $1,000 fine for every one of the illegal bullets I have. Yeah, it's nuts, I know. It's and then nuts. I'm thinking, now what the heck do I do with the gun? I'll put the empty mag in the trunk. I'll put the whatever. The, the rules of New Jersey are so crazy for guns that even police officers can't explain it to you what it is that you're supposed to do to be in compliance with it. So we went off on a tangent, but here's a, here's a question that came up on Facebook. This is kind of an interesting question. I'm not even sure if we can answer it, but let me read it. I know someone who is looking to build a dialysis center in the U.S. and is looking for land for his projects. Do your investors look to invest in commercial, or is it always housing? I think the real part of the question is, do, do, do we teach people how to invest in commercial? I think that's probably a good, a, a good interpretation of this question. Well, of course, we can teach people how to do commercial investing. I've I've invested in mobile home parks, in apartment buildings, in office buildings, in retail stores, uh, but I would need to know a heck of a lot more from you, Tracy, before I could answer that question. I suggest that you come to Investor Schooling Thursday night at seven o'clock, and let's talk. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing too. If you come to Investor Schooling, go to investorschooling.com, RSVP there, investorschooling.com, and you can you can talk to us. So that you know, during during class, obviously you can't talk to us, but before and after you can talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to find out what you guys have got going on. And we will definitely see what we, what we can do to help you. One of the big things that we do at this school is make ourselves available to our students. Absolutely. And you know, do you know how many five star Google reviews we have now? Uh, 105. 109. Wow. So we have 109 five-star Google reviews. So before you go to InvestorSchooling.com, go to Google, type in InvestorSchooling, two words, and oh, I don't know what my computer's about to do. Type in two words, InvestorSchooling, and go to Google and read the reviews before you even come. And then RSVP and, and let us know what you think. So Tracy Fiber, I expect to see you here Thursday night. Yes, Absolutely. Come, come to the school. We're available. We're here. Come see us. Come meet us. Come talk to us. And if you guys have any questions, we've got a few more minutes. 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. Hey, Anthony, why don't you take us out on a break, and we'll, uh, we'll wait for a call. Hopefully somebody will call. 855-939-1137. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. 
I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now, right Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. What's happening, folks? Welcome back. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but we actually transmit out of our langhorn headquarters we're actually in a studio that we built in our basement so if you guys want to come by one day and take a tour of the studio feel free to do that come on a thursday night we'll give you a tour of the studio right after class you think the people might like to know out there all the radio stations that we're on they would but let me give let me get out the phone number first 855-939-1137 855-939-1137 and if you're listening on one of the stations that phil's about to mention and you're, you're not listening to the live show. The live show is recorded from Sunday from 3 to 4. So if it's not Sunday from 3 to 4 and you're hearing my voice, we will still answer that phone number, 855-939-1137, if you have any questions or anything that you want to know about real estate, stock options, money, and if you wanted to attend a free class. Go ahead, Phil. I'm sorry. So because we answer the phone at all these radio stations, it's almost like we're live on every one. So let me tell you what stations we're on. Uh, 1210 WPHT AM. We're on Sundays at 3 p.m. and Saturdays at 2 p.m. And we're also on 92.1 WVLT FM. Sundays at 4 p.m. and Wednesdays at 10 p.m. That station's in Vineland, New Jersey. If you live in Vineland, you probably heard of us. And then you got the great powerhouse. Sam Spicer, a legend in the business, <laughs> 860 AM, WWDB, Monday at 2 p.m., Saturday at 2 p.m. in Philadelphia. And we're not finished yet. 1450 WCTC AM, Sunday at 9 a.m. That's a North Jersey, Central Jersey station. And the last one is 1250 WMTR AM, Saturday, 11 a.m., North Jersey, Central Jersey. So if you guys have any questions, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. You can attend a free class at InvestorSchooling.com. All right. Well, normally, uh, the most exciting part of our show is the stock option picks of the week. Awesome. How are we going to make money next week? We are going to make a lot of money next week. Actually, it's going to be a very volatile week. Kobe's from South. From oh, South you want to get Kobe? Okay, Kobe, let's get you on. What's going on? How are you guys doing? We are doing great. Can you tell? So, 
Yeah, it sounds pretty entertaining. First time listening to you guys. I've, I've Thank you. heard of both of you, but, you know. Well, where you been? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I'm down in South Philly. I'm too lazy to go up to Langhorne, so. But maybe I'll get out there. Yeah, well, you know, what's who would want to drive 40 minutes to learn how to get rich? Don't yeah, bother. Yeah, exactly. Don't bother. <laughs> how, how long does it take you to go to work in the morning? Five minutes. All right, well, you, see. You work I work down south. I, I, do all my, I do all my – so I'm in real estate, and I do all my deals in South Philly. But basically the reason I'm calling, I figured I would ask if you guys have any ideas on um, trying to – maybe move down to South Jersey and find some land, but, you know, there's all the deals that are on the market are, you know, overpriced and super competitive. So, you know, basically seeing if you had any thoughts on how I might be able to find some uh, decent land that's off market. Are you thinking about becoming a farmer? <laughs> what, what, you know, you just, looking, uh, you know, it's <laughs> You're looking for land yeah, in sure, South you know. Jersey? <laughs> so what what would you do with the land? Just Cut get the out grass of the and pay the taxes? Yes, but hopefully not too much in taxes. Yeah, well, did, we are talking about Jersey, are we not? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, that, that I don't know about there. you, but when I hear the words new or Jersey or worse, I hear New Jersey together, I automatically think of taxes. <laughs> Do you know there's well, an exit tax PA, in New Jersey? But, you know, yeah, Are you I know. aware I'm, I'm of an familiar. exit tax in New Jersey? No. Yeah, it's called a toll. Let me t what? It's called a toll. Oh, okay, no, I know so what you're what they about. do is yeah. if you don't live in New Jersey, if you don't have a primary residence in New Jersey, and you only own one investment property, when you sell that investment property, you get hit with an exit tax. Uh, if... If you do own a primary residence there, then your primary residence will count as your as your uh, property. So you would be you would not have to pay the exit tax. However, eventually you will, you know, sell your primary residence in New Jersey, and then you will. Even if you've lived there for thirty years, they will give you a exit tax. It's not cheap. I'll tell you, it's not cheap. I had to pay seven thousand dollars for an exit fee. What if you keep all your investments in PA and your the home in Jersey is your primary, and then you leave that eventually? Well, then the, you probably no would be okay, but eventually you're going to sell the house. When you sell the last property you own in New Jersey, you get hit with the exit fee. And it was like seven grand for a $380,000 property. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, but anyway, getting back to your question. Your question was, should you buy land in New Jersey, right? Okay, no, no. You I'm more just looking for just lead generation. You know, any um, creative techniques or whatever, just to. All right, so find so some... I, I I will give you the okay, holy uh, grail yeah, so of how I'll, to find I'll, properties. I'll preface, I'll, I'll preface it real quick. Is that so? Basically, what I do in South Philly is I sell vacant lots, right? That's my thing. But I'm in the circuit, and I'll be the first one to admit I don't. I'm not super creative with lead generation. I just know all the people selling and buying. So. You know, as far as lead generation, I don't, I don't have any systems or anything like that. So that's kind of how what would I'm you like all the systems with. you need? Um, possibly, sure. So, so when you say not, possibly, <laughs> it makes me think that you're not that interested. You just want to, you just want to call well, us and see I'm if not, we know our I, stuff. I, we do. Everybody is everybody a system guy kind of person? You know, that's all. Well, 
a system lets you do it, lets you do it automatically. That's what a system does. So you push a button and anything and or, and things automatically happen. If you want to, I could I could tell you that you know start calling landowners if you'd like. That's not a system. That's the hard way. But we teach systems on right. how to how to actually lead generate that would that make your phone ring. So my phone will actually ring and somebody will say, hey, uh, I got your I got your information. I got your mailer. I saw your sign, whatever it might be. I saw your truck. And hey, I want to I want to sell my property. Can you help me? And we could teach you how to do that. And we could teach you how to do that with some enormous success. Are you wholesaling land? Is that what you're doing? I do. I'm licensed. I do some off-market stuff, a little bit of everything. Okay, so you're basically, so you're licensed. So you're basically being a real estate agent. You're not really a, a, an investor then. I only have one property at this point. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely want to come see us, and we also have an agency too, where we can actually we give you we give you 100 commission if you put, become an agent here. So that actually might help you as well. How's uh, how's things in South Philly these days? I mean, you know, I don't work too much on the retail end. I, I mean, there's not there's not too many great prices. I mean, it's definitely a seller's market, and um, but I mean, things are selling. I've got some new construction listings that I just put up and. You know, we've got showing scheduled. So, yeah, I mean, things are definitely competitive. How's that uh, new casino it, coming the along? The prices have not dropped yet, you know. They're not going to no drop, not for a while. Deals. How about that new casino? Yeah. Is that thing finished yet? I don't, I don't think so. Hmm. I want to come down there and contribute some money. All right. Anyway, we have uh, we have like two minutes. I got to do a couple of stock options picks. But if you want to stop by the school, go to investorschooling.com and you can RSVP there, investorschooling.com. And we'd love to see you. We'd love to continue this conversation in person. All right, real quick. We don't have a lot of time going on. I'm telling you right now, stock option or not stock option, buy Apple. Buy Apple. What did I say the other night when when Apple's earnings, Thursday night Apple's earnings, right? I had this whole presentation that I did about Apple's earnings, right, Phil? And what did I tell people about Apple's earnings? I can't remember. It figures. You, you know, I tried to make this easy, but no, right? So I said that the earnings report was ridiculous. I mean, they were talking about the fact that the iPhone didn't sell. Well, yeah, the iPhone didn't sell because they didn't they didn't put it out for a month after that they usually put it out. So there was no way to do it. I think we're running out of time, Phil. I think they're letting us go. Go ahead. Give your goodbyes. Why? Because I hear music playing. Well, tell them to stop it, because we get to go until uh, 3.59 and 45 seconds. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so we're going to take every bit of our last minute. I think you better say you better say goodbye. So cause... I want to thank Anthony Dorenzo for helping us produce this show today. And if you're interested in being a sponsor on this show, give us a call or email us at info at investorschooling.com info at investorschooling.com and with a whole extra minute left to go what else do you want to talk about well i want to thank bill gates for ruining our show today yeah bill gates uh i'm gonna have to give him a i'm gonna write him a strongly worded letter there you go i'm gonna show him anyway i don't know i think that's it man are we out of here anthony is that the story i guess so all right. Well, thanks Normally so much. For... We're not off the air until three fifty nine forty five. Well, all I know is Anthony started playing the exit music, so I, I got I confused. I wasn't pushing you off. Well, it was just a little reminder. And I would like you know, to unthank Anthony. Yeah, you know, th for don't you just love it? The last minute of the show. Yeah, I just love it, Anthony. <laughs> thanks a lot. You know, I was about to say something really profound. In fact, I'm going to say something. 
I'm going to say something so profound that the entire world is absolutely going to solve every single world problem that there ever was in the entire world. And I'm going to say it right now. 